Hey, I don't know what um, sometimes these uh, podcast apps uh, start acting up. Okay. <laughs> so everyone out there to know you, you're an ordained minister and you have an online class that deals with healing through trauma. So now we're going to start back picking it up and hopefully we don't have a problem this time. Uh, we're talking about um, what is trauma. So let's briefly go back to that point and we'll pick up from there. Okay, no problem. So just really quickly. So when we say trauma wounds, um, as I was saying, there is a difference between wounds and trauma. Trauma can affect every area. It can affect your mind, body, and soul, depending on how deep the wound is. And it also can um, affect your spiritual life as well. And when we're talking about wounds, wounds it just affects your emotional they're a lot more easier to heal again when you're healing from a wound it's just more of coming to an understanding and just doing some forgiveness or even just having a conversation with the person vice versa when you're helping someone heal from trauma you have to deal with the mind you have to deal with the soul and as you do that, a lot of times people experience healing in their body as well, because as I was explaining that trauma can trap all kind of sickness inside the body as well. So there are two different things. It's a difference between wounds and trauma. Okay. And then we, uh, with, with trauma uh, or wounds, can it cause a person, like we were saying, uh, spiritually to uh, shut down? Absolutely, it can. And the reason that will be because um, a lot of time, again, it depends on their background. So if the trauma or the wounds occur in church, sometimes it does. If the person is not able to know the difference between the individual that's doing the hurt or if they can't decipher between them and God, then they can mix the emotion up to be upset with God. So what I do is when I'm working with women that has this issue with where they're mad with God, we have to kind of dig in there and figure out why are you upset? Why do you feel God is, you know, why do you feel God is at, uh, at fault? Or why do you feel like he's mm -hmm. a cause of you hurting? So if we're not equipped in ministry to really help people to deal with their wounds and we're preaching at them, it will cause them to shut down spiritually and it will cause them to view God in not in a good light or don't really see him as the healer that he is. So my job is to get them to really see who God really is as the healer he is and embrace that so that they can get the healing because ultimately he's the one that does the healing. And if you shut down spiritually, it'll be a little bit harder for you to heal if you don't uh, apply your spiritual life with it as well. Amen to that. And now let's go and let's talk about what are some techniques that you have that help that have in the past helped women and other people to heal. What were some of your techniques? Yes. So <clears throat> prior to me building out a whole school or course around. Um, healing from wounds and trauma, I was trained on how to do inner healing and deliverance. And inner healing and deliverance is just basically using um, clinical therapy 
techniques where you uh, take the victim or the individual back to where the trauma start and you have them to address it. We deal with the wounds and we, we take them through a healing process. It's a healing prayer that's very powerful and very effective. And once I do that, then we do what is called the deliverance process where we deal with the demonic um, spirits that could be attached to wounds because whether we know it or not, it's a true fact that trauma and wounds, they do attract demonic spirits to us that could either wow. oppress us. Yes, they could oppress, depress, or that we can get possessed with them. And it just depends on how bad it is. So that's why in church you may see people do the inner healing part, but they forget to do the deliverance part. Or they'll do the deliverance part, but they won't do the healing part. But in order for the person to be completely set free, you have to do both. So that was where I originally started. I saw that it was effective, but however, what I realized is that it was just enough to where they got the release and the healer that they need, but sometimes they needed that maintenance work or they didn't know how to maintain it. So what I ended up doing was developing a whole course um, built around not only do I do the inner healing and deliverance, but I'm going to educate you on the wounds and trauma. I'm going to educate you about where they come from. I'm going to educate you exactly what you need to do to heal from them so there is steps there is a process that if you continue to do that no matter how much you get hurt pick yourself up and if you apply these techniques you're going to get healed every time it's it works wow amen to that now when we say um deliverance mm -hmm. um let's just say a person okay they they're on the process to being healed and how can where does the deliverance come in at so deliverance is the very last thing you want to do. The Bible talks about um, when a demon is cast out, it leaves and it brings back some 10 times stronger than he was when he finds the house sweet and garnished. So that's why I say you need to walk the individual through the healing process first. You need to make sure that they healed. You need to make sure their body, their mind, and their soul is all in one. So that when you do go to expelling any demons and it's not a traumatic thing. I don't know if you came up in ministry where you saw they will be wrestling with people all night long trying to cast spirits out. <laughs> it's traumatic right. for everybody. <laughs> right. But there is an effective way to do it. When you dislodge the demonic spirit and you take away what it was feeding from, it's easier for it to come out. So the experience that I have is once I dislarge whatever the spirit was attached to, whatever that person had the trauma or the wound from, then um, when I cast the spirit out, it could be a purging process where, you know, the flame is coming up or they say, I feel lighter or it feels like they say it feels like uh, something that was heavy on my chest. They feel like something is releasing off of them. So demons come out in many different ways, but it does not have to be traumatic like it used to be. If you do the proper steps to what has that spirit attached to the person in the first place. Wow. I mean, that's, that's such a powerful thought because a lot of us out there, you know, we go to church and we do praying and stuff like that, but we never think about the healing and deliverance part of it all you know right. and so what is uh, what is 
your advice for um, people out there, you know, that are walking around with these uh, wounds and scars and demons in them? What is your advice? My advice, well, before I can address the people, I really have to address the head, the, the bodies of the church, such as our pastors, our apostles, those of us that God has charged us to feed his sheep. Because what Jesus said, he said, feed my sheep. I think it's very imperative that they really educate themselves on wounds and trauma understand how they work because sometimes we can be so spiritual as the bible say and we're no earthly good and a lot of times especially when it's a male pastor if they don't have insight from the holy spirit it is so easy for them to misunderstand women and when women come into the ministry nine times out of ten they're coming with some type of baggage or they're hurt or traumatized from something that they're looking from healing from. So to be honest with you, it really starts with the head. It starts with us that are in leadership to understand trauma, get educated about it, and have the resources that you need, such as partner with some, if you don't know, partner with somebody that does know it can help you be an SS to your ministry. And then the people that are struggling with it, I just want to encourage them to just reach out. You know, you don't have to suffer or go through it alone. If you have a trusted person in ministry that you think can help you, then, you know, find out what your leaders know or, you know, pray and ask God to, to lead you. I mean, it's just my prayer that every day that since God has put me in this position to let me connect with people that can help or let me connect with people in leadership that wants the partnership, that wants a healthy ministry. Because at the end of the day, it really starts with us in leadership. Amen to that. And tell us, uh, the audience, uh, how can they buy your book and get in contact with you? Oh, yes. So the book I'm actually offering for free. Um, but if you purchase the course, the book comes along with the course. So if you want a copy of the book, the book is called The Art of Self-Acceptance. And it's just basically giving you some, I'm, I'm a straight for it. I, I like to say do A, B, C, and D. I give you a roadmap of how to do things. So the book is basically giving you seven steps to walk into self-acceptance. So if you are interested in the book, you can look me up on Facebook, my Connie Brandy, or if you're on Instagram, I am Connie Brandy. You can send me a message or you could, uh, if you're interested in purchasing the actual course, you can um, email me. No, actually, if you want the copy of the book, you can also email me at info at masteryourhealingacademy.com. And then if you want the course, the course website is edu.masteryourhealingacademy.com. Well, thank you, Connie, uh, uh, for coming on the show. And we'll have you back on the show uh, in the near future. And I hope everybody out there understands that, uh, to, that you don't have to walk around with these wounds open. Uh, because there is help out there, just as Connie Brandy said, and we we want everybody to get healed and delivered from their wounds. Uh, thank you. And just please know, it's not the will of God. That's that. That's if I could just. I'm sorry, just stress that one point. Um, please don't have the mindset that you 
that's just the way it is and it has to be that way. We have to shift our mindsets to know that if the Bible says we can be healed, you got to believe and shift your mindset to receive that. It's not a badge of honor to walk around with hurt and pain as a woman. God wants us to be free because there's so many things as women that we're supposed to be doing. We're called to so much more. But if we don't get healed and, and get delivered, we will never reach that full potential. So please don't have the mindset that, oh, I have to be this way. No, you don't have to. You can't be happy and free. <laughs> Amen to that. And thank you for being on the podcast. And uh, I will be talking to you soon about the other projects we're, we're talking to. So I'll be definitely in touch with you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay. You have a good one. You too. Bye.